0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to For the Record, episode number 116. Uh, we're going to get back to having sponsors on Friday. I'm going to make some new announcements about that, all that good stuff. Um, got some really cool stuff lined up. I just had to get the um, all the text and such written out so I can um, properly inform everyone of who's going to be sponsoring uh, the upcoming episodes. This episode is with Colt Cohen of... Such Luck. He's the guitarist in a band based in Such Luck, a, a pop punk band based out of Kansas, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I've known Colt for a really long time. We've uh, oddly, oddly enough, we've never met, but we um, we just have virtually chatted over Facebook and now over the phone um, for a couple of years now. Because um, he, I, we started talking because he's a music photographer and he used to be in a band um, called Mime Game, and then, and we talk about this in the episode, but he left Mime Game and then went to form, um, such luck, and they, I, the second I saw that he was coming out with it, I, I reached out and, um, or he reached out to me, I can't remember, it's been such a blur this year, but, um, we came up with the idea to have him come on the podcast and talk, and he was great, it was awesome to be able to finally talk to him, um. The band has a new EP, their debut EP, called Probably Happy, which will be available everywhere on March 16th, 2018, so next week. um, You can find out more information about the band by visiting um, their Facebook page at facebook.com slash on Twitter at wearesuchluck, and the band will also be doing their first show, um, as well at the end of the month on March 27th at The Bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas. Tickets and all, in that, um, all the information about that, it can be also be found on their Facebook page. But the EP's great. Like I said, it comes out on March 16th. Uh, definitely go and pick it up. If you're a fan of bands like um, Neck Deep, Knuckle Puck, uh, thinking of who else is in, this, in that realm, Real Friends, uh, the story so far, bands that play that kind of the I guess the modern um, style of pop punk music state champs, uh, if I'm forgetting any, um, I do apologize. But um, they're great, I'd say they're a great new addition to this genre and what's up and coming right now. Um, so we'll be back Friday with a new episode, um, but I really enjoyed this chat, and I'm excited for everyone to hear it too, and I hope you guys all go and pick up the record next Friday when it comes out. So, without further ado, here's episode 116 of For the Record with Colt Cohen of Such Luck. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, dude, how's it going? Good. It's nice to finally uh, to finally speak with you—not uh, in person, but over the phone rather than <laughs> over Facebook after this long.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a minute of you and me. Uh,
0: talking on Facebook, stuff like that, so... And kind of, and, and, uh, sharing photographer problems over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs>
1: yeah, man, I mean, that's, isn't that, isn't that life? <laughs> Pretty
0: much, for us, I think, at this point, that's kind of our life, and I think it, Right. It, I know, I just feel like it'll stick at this point with that being, like, I think no matter what, I think once you kind of do f- photo, and at least go as far into that scene as we have I think it's just kind of like yeah this is gonna follow us forever <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um how I'm are good. you though
1: oh dude I'm good uh just been working on band stuff today um we're just trying to get our ducks in a row we're releasing our EP uh, next month so we're just kind of getting you know videos together. We, we shot a music video a few days ago. I shot a music video a few days ago. Um, and so I've been doing final tweaks on the editing on that. And um, we, we just got new management. So just been kind of getting them caught up on up to speed. So, you know, that world has been really busy right now. Um, photo video world, you know, I mean, clients here, or there have actually not been doing a whole lot in music photography uh last few months i've been focusing a lot on corporate work and um you know paying the bills (laughs) yeah definitely um yeah but uh yeah man so things are good how are you doing
0: i'm doing okay um i am just doing podcasts today i've been editing photos from a show um working on trying to lock in some other like corporate gigs and things like that as well and and as well even though it's even though the music area of photography, because I mean, I run it for, I run it for the site, so it's me just generating content for a publication. And then there's, there's that part of it. And then I'm reaching out to um, like artists themselves on festivals, usually, and stuff like that, or on uh, things where they may not have a touring photographer, and it's like a bigger one-off Ooh. spectacle, like something that like Insomniac might do, or whatever it is, and just seeing if people need someone to do work and just kind of building that up. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome. pretty much, that's just been it. Um, just a lot of, a lot of fucking emails. That's been part of my day at this <laughs> Dude, point.
1: I, uh, I know that feeling. Yeah. Yep. It's been, it's been email city around here the last like three Same here.
0: weeks. <laughs> Same here. Um, when did I? What well, I meant to ask is because the last time, because I brought up to you about coming on the podcast and doing this, and I was really excited when I heard when you guys were putting out music and when you sent me the EP and all that stuff, because I liked the music that you were doing in the last band. Because I was like, oh, you're doing pop punk music. You've it's got that kind of it's got that kind of feel to it. I'm excited to check out the mm-hmm. next project. But I guess what was the transition with? As much as you want to talk about, it, I don't know the full story of what happened with like the last band and whatever you're Mm -hmm. comfortable with, but um, I guess from the moment when you left that band to going into Such Luck, like how long was that time period? How did things start to come about? Um, And what was, I guess, the the catalyst that got you guys going?
1: Well, um, man, well, you know, the Such Luck kind of started with Ethan and myself um writing music uh, I, I will say a lot of it was even a uh, kid is a songwriting machine um you know we were both in mime game together and about i want to say it was august uh maybe september of 2017 i decided to leave mime game it just wasn't um wasn't wasn't going down the road that i had thought it would be going down at that point mm-hmm. and you know and my point in my life at my age at the old ripe age of 27 i <laughs> you know i, I want to be focusing on something that i i don't want to say i feel like was going somewhere because i mean we did some really cool stuff in mind game and i'm, I'm proud of a lot of the stuff that we got to do but um it just wasn't it, it wasn't following the path i hoped it would and so i decided to leave you know and unfortunately um you know, I left, and it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as peaceful as I hoped it mm-hmm. would be when I when I left. Um, so there was a little bit of a little bit of chaos when I left, unfortunately. But then, you know, a couple weeks go by, things were good. Um, Ethan had told me that he planned on finding his exit as well from the band, and that's kind of when. Uh, the roots of such luck were planted as we were, you know, he's writing music, I'm writing music, we'd write music together, and we're just kind of making this this archive, this folder of songs that, you know, are really cool, um, groovy, pop-punk instrumentals, and we're thinking, you know, we have to use these. Like, we can't just write music. And, I mean, it doesn't—it didn't fit the bill for Mind Game, you know. Mind Game was a very alternative pop rock sort of vibe, you yeah. know. It wasn't, not, it wasn't like this, you know, neck deep state champs, like real modern pop punk sound. And, you know, but we mm-hmm. had to use that stuff. And so the more music started piling and, you know, Ethan was closer and closer to finally finding his way out of that band, you know, on, on a graceful um, note. And so I want to say it was November. He finally let them know that he was leaving. And the week, <laughs> the week before he left, we actually found a vocalist for such luck. And so we went and recorded our first single um, at our studio, which is actually at Ethan's house. Um, you know, he turned his whole basement into a studio. It's awesome. Um, you know, we went and did our, our single, and the day after he had left Miami Game we put out our first single, and so there was really no uh, stop for Ethan. I had, <laughs> I had like a, a couple months, maybe, where I wasn't playing live, but I was writing music for the new band already, so, you know, in, in that aspect, there wasn't a, a big stopgap, really. Um, it was just like Trying to, trying to get out of the mentality that I was a guitarist in mind game and getting into the mentality of I'm a guitarist. You know, where's my next band? And luckily I ended up being with one of my best friends. So it was pretty cool, man. Um, the music's still flowing. We're we're already preparing for full length next year.
0: That's so. awesome. Yeah, the EP. Yeah, I, I meant to tell you the EP sounds fucking fantastic, and I'm I'm not just saying that. I, I sincerely like. I immediately. Like there were, I think there were three artists in that, in the email that you sent me in the, in the link where like with the four fans of thing where it'll generally, mm-hmm. and I, and I listened to it and I'm like, I can hear every single one of those bands in this, but I can t- feel that it's, it's different from them and it's got that own identity. Like, I think this is something that people, particularly pop punk fans will really get behind. And I, I was, it's great, man. You, I mean, you guys are doing good work.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I know. I know the rest of the guys. would as well. I mean, we're really just kind of focused on, you know, being able to put something together that we like. I mean, that's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, if you don't like what you do, then this, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna cross talk this, you know, this whole thing with photography and music and everything, yeah. man. let let's go into photography. Like, if we don't like what we're shooting, if we don't like what we're doing. We're not going to want to do it, like there's no incentive to do it. The money could be good, but it doesn't mean that we want to do it. It yeah. means that we're doing it for a paycheck and who the fuck wants to be that person? yeah, you know so so at at that level, you know that that was a big thing for me in the previous project is I just started to not like the music anymore and you know, when when we started putting out stuff for such luck, it's just like it got better and better and better. And then we found a vocalist who was like, you know, Trey was like a hidden gem in our area. I mean, the dude was an hour away. He's been in bands. No, like he, he just did not get the recognition he should have gotten as a vocalist and his other bands. And, you know, so he jumped in and, you know, laid the first song down in a day. And it was just like... It was magic, man. It just it just happened, so it was, it's really cool.
0: I feel like rarely, though, with uh, with artists, because you said he wasn't getting the recognition. I think it takes a few, like maybe one, maybe two projects, to really get into the swing of things and get that attention. It's kind of like mm. I mean, it's kind of like any artist. So I feel I feel like it was maybe what you're describing with, like, Mime Game, is that it's, it just sounds like growing pains at that point, and it's something that, like, as... You, yeah. The thing is, you're now in a project that you feel much happier and much more creatively fulfilled in.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean... And the thing is, I was in Mime Game for uh, two years, and, yeah. dude, like, we got to play the main stage at South by So What, you yeah. know? I mean, we <laughs> got to we got to do all sorts of cool stuff, you know? I mean, I got I got to... Uh, entertain my first record deal and also get to turn down my first record deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's there's cool things that, you know, did happen, but unfortunately, you know, there's also the negatives um, and a lot of the negatives had to do with internal band drama instead of, yeah. you know, what are we going to do next? You know, what music are we putting out? What, what uh, shows are we playing? What tour are we going to do? It, it was just, it was never about where can we go? And how can we get the most people to hear the music we're putting out? It was just, you know, it, it was very conceited in that band. And now we're just like, you know, we, we put out the single. And, dude, I mean, we started like such luck where our Facebook page had like 50 likes, right? And, I mean, I'm talking the day we put out our first single had 50 likes. And,. By and by, like forty-eight hours to seventy-two hours after we dropped the single, we had like fourteen hundred likes shit. on our Facebook page, <laughs> and the video got over seven thousand views.
0: What? That's awesome! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it, it just it just it
1: flew out of control, man. And like from there, though, like literally, man, it took two weeks, and we already had our first record deal offer in our email and we're just like, fuck me. We don't even have a manager.
0: <laughs> like, yeah,
1: <laughs> like I'm not about to deal with this crap without having a manager around because you know, I mean, I'm, I'm well versed in contracts. It doesn't mean I want to be the one to make or break whether we sign a, a possibly, you know, fuck deal. Yeah. So, um, we signed with one management agency who ended up being kind of a shitty, uh, game artist of an agency it turned out so Mm. we got out of that as quick as we signed up and then we landed with ward is bond which is where we are now and they are just the most professional uh managers ever man like they are so awesome um there's there's some new bands on their roster man like people need to check out we were sharks uh boys of fall dude those those bands are fire yeah and and abandoned by bears is on there too i mean it's it's really cool company to be part of, um, and Eric's getting us on the right track to hopefully a lot of people will be hearing that EP. <laughs> so it's going to be really cool.
0: I'm, 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 I mean, if you grew that quickly from just one song, I can guarantee you guys. And given the sound and giving every everything you just told me, I. have I have full confidence you guys are going to get, it's going to be heard by a lot of people, uh, which is awesome. And it's well, a great position to be in for the first release you guys put out.
1: Yeah, man, it, it, it was really weird. <laughs> um, you know, obviously the band was, you know, pretty much as like dumbfounded as I was about it. Um, you know, I mean, Facebook's a weird, weird platform. <laughs> and I guess, if, yeah. you know, <laughs> the right people at the right time see it, it blows up. If you know, if they don't, then it doesn't, it's, It's a really weird thing. I will never pretend to know how that crap works. (laughs) I just put stuff out and hope it works.
0: I think that's the method most people do, though, because algorithms are very difficult. Even their algorithms are very difficult to understand if you're someone who's even well-versed in that. I mean, it's it's crazy how much they can pick up on and how they can direct it to people based on their tastes.
1: Yeah, you know, I... um speaking on like the whole SEO side of things and just like, you know, search algorithms and, you know, I, I have experience on the Google side of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a completely different ball game. I think a lot of bands nowadays, um, you know, photographers, any kind of artist or, you know, personality, it's, it's something if you don't know anything about it, you know, you need to learn about it. Whether it, not not for you to have to even handle. I mean, you could hire somebody to handle it if you want, but you should know about it so you understand. Because, yeah, man, those algorithms literally change sometimes on a monthly basis, if not sooner. Sometimes, you know, I mean, they're changing that stuff all the time. And if you don't keep up, if you don't follow the trend of how social media is working, you're, you're going to get left in the dust, man, for people who do pay attention. And those people are going to get all the views, all the monetization. I mean, it's, it all, all plays together. So, um, you know, once again, though, it's why we have management. <laughs> I don't have to even fuck <laughs> with it. I can just be like, Hey man, what do we need to do? And I'll make sure it gets done because I'm, you know, I, I'm just at the point where, uh, you know, you know me, dude. You see me on on Facebook enough. I'm <laughs> always trying to be busy. I'm, you know, I just I don't have time to play guesswork. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, given the given what you said about uh, how the EP has been like, how that single really went up quickly and it got all this attention and. It's definitely on track to do the same thing when the EP comes out. as As a creator and as someone who's who writes music and is performing, does that give you guys? Would you say that that gives you more energy, or does that give you a little make you feel a little bit more like pressure with going into something like that? Like, is it a good feeling? Is it a oh shit, we're gonna be under Mm -hmm. we could we could be under people's watch with this because that means they're gonna be expecting an album. Like, I guess what's that? I guess what's the overall consensus and how you approach a reaction like that
1: well you know i mean i look at it i look at it from two different perspectives i think um right now no matter how many people see our stuff i think it just it's still just exciting um the the pressure isn't really there right now mainly because there's there's no at least on our end there's no expectations you know i mean we're just putting out music and our end is we just expect for us to do the best we can and for all five of us to be happy with the music we're putting out that's that's that you know and whatever other people expect of us is honestly kind of their own fault you know because we're, we're at essence we're a new band i mean we're not new musicians i mean our drummer has over 20 years experience buying the kit you wow. know i mean the guy is phenomenal cody is um, amazing but you know i've been playing for 10 years ethan's been playing even longer than me i mean you know lyle and trey are killer what they do i mean this is a solid solid band but we're a new project and so it's just one of those things where we came out of the gate really strong um I think people are building expectations based off how we came out of the gate and not based on the fact that we're, you know, we're a new project. We're still, we're still putting the pieces together as quickly as they're picking them up. And so it's just one of those things. um, I wouldn't say that I'm nervous. I would say we're still excited, but I think the nerves will kick in the minute that the people that might be watching actually, say something and want to interact with us and want to maybe, you know, make us, a make us an offer to, you know, go on tour or do something really cool. You know, I mean, yeah. once, once opportunities start rolling in, yeah, the nerves start kicking in a little bit, but I think with where we're at right now, you know, excitement is the best place to be. Um, because I think having early nerves is just, you know, a quick way to kind of build yourself up for no reason. So um, you know, we're just kind of staying positive, just putting out the music, and you know, good things will happen in time. You know, we don't we don't need to we don't need to hurry that along. I don't think because I don't think yeah. we can handle any more cool things right now. We just need to keep putting out music. So
0: for sure. Um, about how long did it take for probably happy to come together? And um, like in terms of w- when after that single, how much of the EP was written at that time? And as in addition to that how long did it take to get everything recorded into your guys' specifications
1: so we started writing this well Ethan primarily started writing instrumentals um, I would say it was actually September so it was right after I had I had quit mind game um, He started writing instrumentals, and it wasn't just for us. He was actually helping write what would have been Mind Game's second full-length album. Um, And then once he started seeing that he wanted to leave, it was becoming more of, well, I'll write these guys some tunes, and if they want to use something, then they can use it, but I'm also going to write some other stuff, and if, you know, what they don't want to use is going to be stuff that all use, um, so it's kind of like you know, give them the option. They can pick what they want to use, and whatever they don't use, you know, it's fair game, right? So yeah. we, you know, we just kind of gave them the option. They picked some stuff that they liked, and the rest of the stuff was, you know, basically the initial first five songs of such luck. Um, so that was from September to November, so that was two months where we had. I have five or six songs that were kind of in the, you know, in the folder ready to be used. And once we actually formed a band and got five guys in a room together and started listening to the stuff, it was kind of just like working our way through it. Um, You know, one song at a time, just seeing what we could do. Trey's trying to put melodies over it. And I mean, there's a, there's a few songs that are on the EP that were already written but we ended up writing more music for the ep together than we did actually use that was already written so uh you know i mean the ep was done as of uh about end of end of january or mid end of january and we started as a band in november so if you really want to look at when the writing process wow. started, it took from September until January to write, record, mix and master everything. That's not bad. Um, that's a pretty
0: quick turnaround time.
1: Well, yeah, and you know I mean it helps. I mean obviously we you know we, we do everything ourselves, yeah. so we don't have to we don't have to pay. we don't have to rely on anybody else's time. Um, you know Ethan and Ethan and I run a media company called the Demo Club. And, you know, he handles all the audio. I do all the video and marketing and all that. So it's kind of part of our our wheelhouse as it is. Um, And he's, you know, he's super good at what he does and super fast. So it just kind of works out that if we get a song done, the next day he's going to have a mix ready for us to listen to. Um, So, you know, working that way, it was really easy to kind of, You know, get things done in a orderly fashion. Be able to listen to something, say yeah or nah. Let's do this. Let's do that. So things things move pretty quick. um, You know, but like I said, full length is already being prepared um, as far as what we're going to do, how it's going to sound, and you know, songs are going to are already starting to sort of develop. And I think what we're going to see because we've already been able to get five songs done for an EP. We're going to start to see that things are going to move a little bit quicker, even even quicker than they did before, because we, we know what we did right and what we didn't do right. So we're going to be able to make it even quicker this time, and we'll probably, I mean, the full length will be done this year at some point. I mean, it may not come out this year, but it's going to be done.
0: Yeah, it'll be finished. So. Though. Awesome. Um, yeah. Where does the title, um, where does the title Probably Happy come from?
1: Um <laughs> well, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, Ethan and I are probably the two who care the most about what everything is titled in <laughs> <And, laughs> in in the history of the universe ever. And uh, you know, the the name of the EP was one of those things where you know one of our big influences is like Knuckle Duck. and um, it's. You know, if you listen to them at all, you know, Copacetic. Their their full length is well, it's one of my favorite albums.
0: Great album today, and, really great album. And
1: I know, yeah, and I know Ethan loves that album too. And the one thing that we really liked is, you know, the the name's not just a name, but it's a recurring theme throughout the album. Um, I want to say I think it's True Contrite, and then it's also Untitled. But, you know, they, they bring up the the album name in the lyrics. And I, I think that's cool. I think that, you know, there being a theme to the name, to the music, is, is a really cool concept. Um, probably Happy, you know, it's hard to... It's, an EP is hard to have a theme when there's only, like, you know, three or five songs yeah. or whatever. But um, actually, if you listen uh, in which, uh, man, I'm trying to remember which song. Uh, The second song on our EP, Down, um, actually Probably Happy is actually brought up in that. And um, that was kind of our homage, I guess, um, to to the inspiration that, you know, like bands like Knucklepuck bring to us. Um, But Probably Happy is also one of those things where I... You know, it, it applies to a lot of what we dealt with, um, leaving, leaving our former projects. I mean, you know, we're, we're probably happy that we did it. I mean, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, mixed feelings, um, with, mm-hmm. with our decisions because we had a lot of good times and, and the projects that we, we did, um, spend time in, but also there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of not great stuff. So it's kind of that. It's kind of the uh, synonym of you know things being bittersweet for us, and that's kind of how we we view you know the last year of our lives musically. Is it was kind of bittersweet. We had a lot of fun, but also it ended kind of in turmoil. You know, and we had to leave and you know start something fresh. That felt good, and you know, so probably happy. I think plays a lot into that. Um, you know, I mean, there's. I, I wish there was a better answer than that but you know a lot of it is just what makes sense to what we're feeling right now of and course. that's kind of what we felt it's like i'm probably happy about what we're doing but you know maybe not we'll see about tomorrow and luckily months later i'm very fucking happy with what we're doing <laughs> but um but you know names names are weird man names uh, are only as good as the moment that they are invented in, and you know yeah. that's that that's the moment that it was invented in. So
0: yeah, I'm always curious about album. I, I a lot of people will say that like the uh, I was trained very early to not ask the where does your band name come from thing, and honestly, that that was never so much an interest to me as was what the album titles were because the album is like a fixed point in time and or an EP release or a single name because those are all like capturing these little these snapshots in mm-hmm. these moments and I'm always curious of like what does that mean what does it represent for the release as a whole what does that always kind of do so I'm I'm glad to hear that uh the backstory behind it I I always find it fascinating
1: yeah man I mean the funny thing actually like you want to talk about band names uh if, if you look at our band name, Such Luck, I mean, you know, a lot of people think or are always going to think that it's a reference to the song Such Luck by Free Throw. And it actually has nothing to do with them <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, Ethan will probably freaking kill me for, <laughs> for saying that. but um because i'm pretty sure he would love to stick to that story <laughs> uh but the, the the fact is we spent maybe a good five freaking hours like just sitting in my office just like spitballing band names um and finally like i don't remember if it was me or ethan we just like uttered such luck and all of a sudden i was like yeah that's it um and we've been fucking thrilled with it uh but yeah, man, it's just kind of funny that, you know, you, you think that a lot of bands, you know, probably put a lot of time in their band names, but I feel like it's just so convoluted and dumb. Like it's like, if it's, if it's cool, it's catchy, it's marketable and you're happy with it. Cool. I don't, you know, if there's a story also cool, but I just, I don't think there has to be a story behind that stuff anymore, especially when, I mean, practically all the good names are taken, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's becoming like there's so many bands and only, you know, so many words in our language before you're just kind of, you're running out of ideas. So, no, um, that's the funny thing. It's like we probably put more effort into our song names, our album names, than we ever probably did into our band name, so.
0: For sure. Um, Well, to bring this and wrap this up, um, bring it to a close, uh, This is the last question I will generally ask at the end of every inter- interview, every podcast I do with a musician. It is super, super broad. But what does music mean mm. to you?
1: Music is one of those things that uh, when I'm having a bad day, I absolutely hate it because it continually reminds me of the bad day I'm having. Uh, but when I'm having a good day, it's one of those things that I, you know, can't live without. And you have to find that happy medium of realizing that music is, you know, it can be bittersweet as well, because it's everything that, you know, has to do with emotion for a musician or for anybody who, you know, lives for their music. And for me, you know, it's hard for me to listen to music sometimes if I'm, you know, um, you know, sad or upset or whatever, because man, like that literally defines my mood. Sometimes, you know, it's either that my mood will define the music I listen to or the music will define the mood I'm having. You know, it goes both ways. And for me, music is just something that I can't live without even during the days when I think that I want nothing to do with it. Um, you know, it'd be, it'd be very hard to be where I'm at right now. Um, literally just even living if it wasn't for music. So yeah. man.
0: There you go. Um, and lastly, where can people find such luck? Where can they pre-order the EP? Any links you want to plug and let fans know about?
1: Dude. Yeah. Such luck. We are at suchluck.bandcamp.com. You can go pre-order probably happy comes out March 16th. Uh, It'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you get your stuff. It's going to be there. Uh, You know, we are having our first show. We've not even played a show yet, everybody. We're playing our first debut (laughs) show March 27th at the Bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas, right by University of Kansas. It's going to be dope, all ages. If you're in the area, make it out. Um, you know, and then from there, we're going to be dropping some more stuff probably by summer. I shouldn't say that, but there might be a couple surprises that come out in summer. And also, two weeks from Friday, keep your eyes out, you know, YouTube, your favorite magazine websites for a music video.
0: Ooh, so you okay. might want to
1: keep your eyes out for that as well.
0: Very nice. But yeah, man.
1: Such luck. Check it out. Pre-order that crap.
0: Awesome. All right. Hey, Colt, it was so great to finally talk to you and get like speak uh over the phone because I know we've been talking for a while about photo stuff. So this is I'm I'm super stoked for the future of your band and it's gonna be I'm excited to have people hear this one.
1: Dude, thank you very much for having me. We'll uh we'll do it again. Hopefully we'll have even more stuff to talk about next time.
0: Definitely, yeah. Come back anytime you want. Absolutely.
1: All right, man. Awesome. All right, thank you very much.
0: No worries, take care, man.
1: All uh, right, you too.